what podcast reviewer 37 describes as an indiscriminate hellish ride that I would not wish on my worst enemy. The industry's elite have said time and again, man, fuck those guys. Get ready. If your ears had butts, they'd about to be fucked. Welcome to the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. Haven't heard that song in a while. It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks too long. A fortnight. It's been a fortnight aplenty. This is the latest episode of the Buttfuck Nowhere Show. Episode 16. As always, I'm Josh. I'm here joined today by Adam. Season's beatings. Can't Indeed. wait for the holiday break. Can't wait to gather with your hated ones, your loved oh, ones. Oh, yeah. To hash out all your pent-up rage. For the last year. For the last year, you're going to bring up old news, bring oh, up yeah. old... Old feuds, old, old rivalries. Old rivalries. Be, hey. You know, this is like the WrestleMania of familial times. Oh, yeah, it is. This is all the main events that have led up to this. The whole year has led up to the, to the blow-off. Oh, yeah. At WrestleMania, at... at Holiday Mania. Yeah. Christmas Mania 2020 fucking four or three or whatever year this is. Yep. Can't wait for all the talks. <clears throat> why aren't you still married? Or why why aren't you married? Oh, where, where are you where working? Kids? Where are you working now? Yeah. So what have you done with your degree in yeah. this insert subject here? Yeah. Um you Man. know, little little nitpicks about your life and oh yeah, well, you're working on your third wife. When when's the, when's the fourth? Yeah, know? yeah. Well, oh, is, is the fourth one? Is the, is the future fourth yeah. ex-wife here currently? Is that who this is? Oh man, didn't know. Nice Christmas sweater. Does it come in your size? Yeah, exactly. Know? Oh, that's the worst one. The fucking when they, they call you fat. Oh, oh, looks like you've been eating well this year. <laughs> they say it in like a weird way that makes it backhanded. It's it's very backhanded. It's almost it's complimentary almost. But it's definitely insulting at the same time. Yeah, I got money. I can eat. Yeah, I can eat, (laughs) motherfucker. Did you know back in the Middle Ages that fatness was a sign of fucking wealth and fatness was what they wanted? It was because motherfuckers couldn't eat? Yeah. And they were dying of fucking starvation? God damn. Yeah. um, Reach out to us on Game Rage Magazine or All Gas No Trash Official. Let us know what your holiday, your family (laughs) gatherings, dude. Yeah. Tell us your worst stories. Yeah, you know, Belgians, I would be interested to hear. I don't know if it's different in Belgium, but I would be interested to hear some some crazy <laughs> Belgian holiday fucking feuds that took place this year or in the past. Doesn't matter. I mean, fuck, that'd be awesome. But anyways, man, we have a lot of a lot, a lot of shit, a lot of shit to talk about today, I feel like, because it's we? been a couple of weeks. Do we? I, I do. One thing I do want to say is... I I both love and hate the UPS. <laughs> now, what, what is com- the UPS? It's the I think it's the United Parcel Service. I think is what it's called. I don't know. It's for people that don't order. know, it's, it's, our it's, foreign it's, listeners. Uh, okay, so yeah, for the foreign are, are, listeners, UPS is 
is along the lines of a private mail distribution service, essentially. It's, uh, it's like here, it's funny. We have USPS, which is the United States Postal Service. Government run. Government run, the official, they deliver your mail. And then you have UPS, which sounds kind of like that, but it's not government affiliated. Then you have the other one, FedEx, Federal Express, which has nothing to do with the federal government or being Express, first of all. <laughs> but I digress. So it's, it's, they, they drive around in America in these big brown trucks. If you live here, you fucking know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, well, they're, the big, they're big brown trucks that they drive around in. They deliver shit. So They deliver shit. They do. They deliver shit. Literally, they're, it's a <laughs> brown, brown truck trucks, and they deliver yeah. shit. So they're saying, "Is what can brown do for you?" Literally nothing. It's their slogan. Well, you know, it's funny because <clears throat> brown actually does great for me when I send shit. Every time I send shit UPS, not only does it get there ahead of schedule, man, it gets there fucking perfectly intact, no issues, a okay, everything is fucking perfect. An example being, just just last week, I sent out a bunch of candy to some pe- some of our some of our peeps. Okay, I sent out a bunch of C's candies. Some of them were up in Northern California. Some of them were just you know whatever. Pretty much everything said, oh, it'll get there by you know when I, I did this on Friday. Every, it said, oh, everything will get there by you know Thursday the twenty first. And I said, oh, okay, that's not bad. You know, for twelve dollars each thing that's getting shipped. Most of the shit got there on Saturday, the next day. I didn't pay for next day fucking shipping, but it got there in less than a day. That's awesome. Now, I ordered a new goddamn cell, a couple of new cell phones, and a couple, because they had a great deal at Verizon. Oh, your, <laughs> my, your favorite. My love-hate relationship with Verizon. Your favorite tel- telecom. Telecom company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had a deal, and my phone is, of course, as soon as you pay it off, starts fucking up so you're like great yeah i could pay whatever 100 bucks to get the fucking the re- the refurbished version and and have no payment maybe for a year until this thing fucks up or i'm basically paying less monthly see this is how they fucking get you but anyways I, I'm, I'm digressing but verizon had a deal so finally i got katie on the iphone train so i can stop having fucking green messages from her one day I will get you and Frank on the fucking iPhone train somehow. I don't know how. I don't know when. Why would I? I don't One want day. an iPhone. Oh, oh you're going. I don't care. You're gonna. All right. You're gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> so uh, anyways, fucking. My phone still works. For now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got her. So we got new iPhones and they had this deal where if you buy an iPhone, you can get a watch for basically nothing. And I already had a watch. So I got her an iWatch. And then you can also get an iPad. So I got. Two iPads for free, essentially. So I'm like, cool, this will be great. So I ordered a couple days ago. It's two-day shipping. It's supposed to get here today. So came early, actually. I mean, they require stickers. Came early. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Now I can spend the rest of the day setting this shit up, and it'll all be good. So the guy comes out of the, the truck, and he hands me a box. And I'm like, cool, man. And I'm like, hey, uh, there's supposed to be two boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is supposed to be two boxes. And I was like, oh, cool. Where's, where's the other box? Ah, uh, I, I can't find it. <laughs> well, what do you mean you can't find it? Ah, it's in the truck somewhere. Well, I mean, you're here. So, I mean, maybe, you know, did you, how hard did you look? Ah, you know, I gave it a pretty good once over. 
pretty good hilltop. So when you load the truck, don't you load it based on the route that you're going? Oh, yeah, yeah. So was it just not like how did it move from where you where you put it? Did did it was it in a shelf and it fell off and all the boxes did all the boxes fall off and now they're all just strewn about? I mean, yeah, kind of. That's kind of how it happens. You know, you know, when you just when you drive around the neighborhoods, you know, uh, you know, they just all fall out and you just so so it's like so you have just a shit ton of random boxes just strewn about. So how do you do you have to sort through all of them to find each delivery? Oh yeah, man, pretty much. But I'm pretty good at it, so you know, that's how I'm able to to get through the day. I said, Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, well, hey, in the time that we've been talking, man, you could have just could have gave it another once over and fucking maybe found my box. Oh, don't worry about it, man. What do you mean don't worry about it? I am worried about it because there's like twenty five hundred dollars worth of fucking phones in that goddamn box. Well, I didn't know what was in what box, but I was just saying there's a lot of expensive shit in that other box because there were two iPads in the one box and two phones in another box. So he says, hey, you know what, man? I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. If I find it, I'll bring it back to you tonight. I'll re-deliver. I'll come back tonight and bring it back. If you find it, okay. I said, well, wait a minute. That's not really a deal, like... I'm not doing it. That's not a deal. Like, You're what? supposed to be bringing it You're supposed anyways. to just give it to me now. That's that's how. So then I just said, all right, man, whatever. That's fine. And it's the holidays, so there's two guys on the truck. So the one guy, I'm talking to him. The other guy literally went around and went back to the truck three times and walked to all the other rest of the fucking houses on my street they were dropping shit off at. And I'm like, man, this other motherfucker could have been looking in here to just find my box. So... I said, all right, man, not a big deal, whatever. I, I guess, I'm sure you'll find it. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry. You know, at the end of the day, it's usually like around 5 o'clock. He's like, oh, I don't go back in until 8. So he said, I only deliver in Corona, so I'm just going to fucking, I'll come back. Logically, it makes sense because if he gives everything up to the appropriate people, then theoretically your box will, will be, be the left. only thing left. So then he'll be, oh, here's your box. Let me come to give it to you. So I'm like, okay, great. So... We stay home. We don't go anywhere because I'm thinking this asshole is going to come back. So they changed my delivery window until 9 p.m. It was when the, the limit was. And I'm like, so okay. So not, com- not coming. Well, I didn't think so. But then I thought, well, he probably updated it to say, oh, to give him time so he could come back and drop it back off. Well, once 9, 9, 9 p.m. hit and he didn't show up, I said, all right, I gave him like another 15 minutes. And so then I called UPS to find out to make sure that they found it. Because that was why I was concerned. I was like, well, fuck, what if they lost it? And he just, de- or as is a pretty big scam. Ah, what if they just say, stole it. couldn't find it and they just stole it. And then my dilemma would have been, I don't know if Verizon would send me a new phone again. Cause they, oh, well, we sent you the new one and you never got it. But now we'll send you a refurbished iPhone, iPhone 15 Pro Max. Well, get fucked. I didn't order. I don't, I don't, I didn't want the refurbished one out the gate. All right. Shit. So. Anyways, I call UPS and I'm just like, hey, what's going on? So they they tell me, oh yeah, oh yeah, the package was brought back to the fucking warehouse. And I'm like, God damn. Check back into the warehouse at like 8.45. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. He fucking, he didn't, he he had it. Didn't come back. So kind of hoping I see him tomorrow when he, because they said they're going to re-deliver it again tomorrow. So I'm kind of hoping it's the same guy. I can be like, hey man, I just said you were going to fucking come back. Made me a deal, made me a deal and everything. Probably forgot. Nah, man. When he saw that fucking, when he saw that box and had my name on it, and he's like, why did I have an extra box? Oh, yeah. It's from that one guy that fucking I talked to for like 
six fucking minutes. Sounds like your problem, though, because... It is my problem, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you mentioned it to him. Well, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. For thinking about it logically. Yeah, yeah. UPS drivers make six figures now. Oh, yeah. They fucking easily are making over 100 Gs. So this is one of two things. Maybe the guy stole it, which is probably not true because he probably is doing all right for himself as a employee of UPS. Yeah. Or the second one, he legit, or eh, there's multiple options. Second one being that he forgot. Could have been. Three. Could just be lazy. Just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paid, bitch. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He's got I'm enough. Making, I'm making, he's got enough I'm money. Making, yeah. He's got enough money to buy menthol cigarettes for his whole family for the rest of his fucking life. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't need to fucking worry about coming and bringing my package. Guess what? I'm not, it's not like it's a tip-based fucking thing. He gets paid the same whether he comes back and delivers this to me or not. Yeah. And, you know, there's a part of me, I support that 100%, because fuck the corporations. But that's my box. But, (laughs) it's yeah, it's my fucking box, man. I just wanted my box. That's all I wanted. Fuck. I just wanted it. So, I'm a little sad that now I gotta wait another day. And what sucks, too, is I still also got to be here because it requires a fucking signature. So now I can't really... Well, one of us has to be here, I guess. It doesn't True. have to be me. But one of us has to be here all day. Yes. Just in case. Whenever it decides to get here. So, I don't know. That sucks. Fucking UP... And, and it's funny because I honestly don't really have any other issues with any of the other... Like, the, U, the regular government-run USPS. Man, they never fuck me over on shit. Well, me. I mean, I've heard people that have gotten fucked before, but I, I've never been fucked by them personally. FedEx, same thing. Anything that gets shit, shit gets by, sent by FedEx, man, I always get that shit. However, if I'm sending stuff, USPS fucks it up every single time. Uh, FedEx fucks it up every single time if I send shit. So now it's basically, anytime I want to send shit, I send it through UPS. Anytime I want to receive shit, it's got to be through FedEx or fucking USPS. I can't, be, I can't receive anything from UPS for some reason. It's just, I, they got it out for me, I guess. I don't know. When it comes to delivering shit to my my place, but anyways, yeah. So that's my that's my fucking UPS story. And then uh, that's crazy, bro. It is. It's fucking insane. Thanks, thanks, Adam. Fucking condescending bitch. But <laughs> uh, <clears throat> then, as if of course, this isn't fucking enough. I have finally finished the saga that i talked about i don't know maybe 10 episodes ago now at this point okay with with the car right on okay and and i you know i talked about the whole thing with you know attorneys and again speaking in generalities because the things that i'm saying are true they happened they happened but i don't want to specify names or dates or places or those sort of things. Yes. Just so I can fucking avoid dealing with bullshit. Cause I, I don't want to deal with it. Even though I would win because the things I'm saying are true. I, I just don't want to deal with bullshit. So I, I'm not saying anything that identifies anyone. So that way there's no claim against me whatsoever. Or no claim against us in any way. So I finished the deal. I go turn in the car. And what was funny though the first place they wanted me to go turn the car into was like fucking 45 miles away. And I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean? What do you, this is like, this is like a fucking hour drive. You want me to drive a fucking hour? And then I got to drive back. I got to drive two cars out there. Cause obviously I got to get back. So I got to, I got to drive two cars out there and then, and then drive back. So 
oh, oh, yeah, we didn't really, we didn't really realize that. Oh, what do you mean you realize that? You didn't realize where our city was and where this city was was fucking a large distance when there's 18 other places closer that I could have dropped it off. But whatever. So I, I got that squared away. I go, drop it off. Everything's good. The deal is allegedly, and I say allegedly because it was told to me that this was the deal, but clearly that has not happened. So the deal was alleged to have been, I turn in the car, and then an overnight check gets sent to my representative, and then my representative takes the check, and they put it into a trust account, and then they overnight me my share. They take their portion, which I've bitched about how large their portion is. Yes. Uh, they take their majority portion, and then they send me my pittance in the mail. They send me an overnight. They're supposed to send me an overnight check. So this happens on Friday. I, I turn in the thing. I send them the documents they requested so that they could get this done so the check would be sent out on Friday by the manufacturer so that they'd get it on Monday. And so then they could put it in, and it would be Tuesday sent out to me. So then I would hopefully get it by Wednesday. And then by the time, you know, I deposit it into my account, it's going to take fucking three or four days before it uploads in there, right? So <clears throat> I basically called him on Monday to say, hey, just want to make sure everything went smoothly. I just, just want to make sure it's all good that the check was sent out to you guys and everything's going smooth, right? So they they basically, the person I'm trying to talk to, oh, I call on Monday at, you know, whatever. I call it like 1230 or something. And, oh, they're at lunch. All right, cool. Like, that makes sense. They'll, they'll call you back when they get back. Okay. Come the other day. Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're out of the office. They, they, left, they left home for the day. Okay, cool. I'll call back tomorrow. Or can you have them call me? Okay, cool. Call back the next day on Tuesday. Hey, I'm looking for so-and-so. Oh, it's like nine, it's like 9.15. I called like right after they fucking opened. Oh, they're, they're at lunch right now. What do you mean they're at lunch right now? It's fucking nine. They, you, you motherfuckers just opened. Like, you're not at lunch right now. Get fucked. Oh, no, no, they're, 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 they're at lunch right now. Okay. Um, well, can you have them call me when they get done? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So then I call at like 3.30. Oh, you know what? You just missed them. They just went home for the day. They went for breakfast. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. So then I call. So then I call back again on Wednesday. I said, "Okay, we can just have them call me when they come in on tomorrow." Okay, cool. So I call on you know Wednesday. Oh, you know they're just not available. Mm. Okay, the company doesn't exist. <laughs> we 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 took your money and now we just cl- we we just we we shut it down. We shut the company down. So that now at, th- at that point, I am kind of starting to get a little concerned that there is a problem and no one wants to tell me. Because all in all, while I stand up for myself and I'm not just going to let somebody fucking kind of walk all over me, that type of behavior can be construed as being like a Karen, right? And so, yes, I have been somewhat of a Karen with them this time, this whole time, because they've constantly tried to fuck me. And I have to say, hey, no, no, get fucked. We're not doing it this way. This is what we're going to do, because that's a bad deal for me. So I, and granted, I still got fucked in the end. I just, by standing up for myself and saying shit, I just didn't get fucked as bad as it would have been. I would have gotten much less if, if I wouldn't have fucking said shit or stood up for myself when the time called for it. So 
I'm starting to think, man, there is really a problem, and they don't want to tell me because it's bad news, and they know I'm going to be pissed, and I'm going to cause fucking hell, and they're just avoiding me, and, well, technically, I completed the only thing they needed me to do was turn the, turn, like, turn the car in. Now they could never speak to me again because there's no reason to because all they got to do is just send me the pittance, and then that's the end of it. So... Where are we at right now with this? Oh, right now, I I called a couple of times today, and I finally got someone to call me back, and they just said, "Oh yeah, uh, the the checks being delivered to us today," which it's almost a week later now at this point, and they're like, "We're gonna deposit it in as long as we get it before four p.m." And I'm like, "Shit, what's it coming by? Guess who it's coming by? Fucking UPS. Fucking UPS." So I'm, oh no yeah okay. no, no. Never mind. it's it's coming who's delivering it yeah. UPS and I'm like ah oh, shit it's not coming it's not getting there today so <laughs> unless it's being you know when I send shit like I said it gets there but I don't know but anyway so now they oh if it gets here before four we'll deposit it and we'll have it so that a check gets sent out to you first thing in the morning tomorrow on Friday and then. You'll get it, well, they deliver on Saturdays, so eh, I'll get it on Saturday or whatever. Now, the banks aren't open, so obviously I'll just deposit it mobily, and then it'll probably go into my account maybe Wednesday or Thursday of next week by the, you know, the time it clears or whatever. But I definitely don't think I'm getting the fucking shit on Saturday. I definitely don't think I will get it at the earliest, maybe Monday. Maybe Monday. So anyway, in the meantime... I found like the perfect fucking car of a replacement for her. So I basically worked a deal where I was able to fucking just buy the car now. And so without getting into details of the deal, but the car buying process at this dealer that I went to was, was very fucking very good. Very easy. They did try to pull a little fuckery at the beginning, but I shut the shit down and no, fu- and then the fuckery was no longer afoot, which was which basically they had this car. It was it was fucking super cheap, and I just said, "All right, give me this out. Give me the outdoor price, so I know exactly what I'm spending here." And then we're gonna come look at it and probably buy this fucking car today. So, okay, cool. No deal. And there's the list of things or whatever, and it was higher. The number was higher than it should. And I was like, "Why the fuck is this number like? It's like almost a thousand dollars higher than it should be." I look on there, and there's this little section that says accessories, $895. And I'm like, what the fuck are you charging accessories for? So I call, I te- oh, I, this was over text with the guy because he had sent it to me through like a picture message. So I said, hey, uh, what's this $895 accessories deal? Oh, that's the paint protection plan. And I'm, so- I was, I'm sorry, the what? Oh, yeah, it's the paint protection plan. So I said, uh, I'm not interested in that. And then he didn't respond back, and I said, oh, fuck. This is probably going to be one of those deals where it's like, oh, yeah, sorry, buddy, you have to buy it. That's like, this is not an option. You just have to buy this. And so I said, hey, why don't you give me a call when you get a chance? Because he hadn't responded in like 20 minutes. So I said, hey, why don't you just give me a call when you get a chance? So then he does. He calls me. And I don't know. He must have been busy or something. But then he says, oh, hey, what's up, man? And I said, yeah. So I said, say 95 deal. Listen, man, I told you at the beginning when, when we talked about this car, I said, hey, I'm not going to haggle you on the fucking price. I just, 
I'm going to come in. I'm going to write you a fucking check for the price of the car plus tax and license. And then I'm going to be on my way. And he's like, okay. So I said, so I see this. So, so is this 895? Let's, you know, I'm straight. I've been straight with you. Let's just be straight with me. Is this 895 the type of deal where it's like, oh, you have to buy this. And he says, oh, well. And I said, so well, I, well, I, that's what I said. I said, I don't, I don't like that. Ah, well, because that implies, yeah, but no, not really. So I said, because listen, man, I'm not paying $8.95. I'm just sorry. I'm just not giving you guys an extra $895. Well, you know, I just like to make sure all the customers know that they can, you know, they have this option. And I said, okay, well, it's like almost $1,000 for paint protection. And I get it. That's how you make extra money. That's because it costs them like fucking maybe forty dollars on their cost. If 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 it was an option, then why didn't they just leave it on the table? Why didn't they like, just like, leave like, it oh, off? You could also buy it, right? As opposed to making it seem as though it were a uh, like an obligation to purchase. right. Yeah. yeah. So I just told them, okay, man, cool. We'll just just take it off and then whatever. So I just said, all right, coming down there, we're gonna we're gonna do this deal. All right, cool. So we go down there, we do the deal. Super smooth. They had the car already ready. Everything was good. It was clean. They fucking, you know, it checked out, drove it around. Cool. Went in, do all the paperwork. I hate fucking buying cars because the paperwork takes fucking forever. These guys did a pretty good job. They they kept it straight. They kept it fucking, you know, there was no bullshittery. There was no, I didn't read, I didn't get to the contract and then all of a sudden it's fucking way higher or they added shit in or, you know, they weren't trying to pull any tricks. So I thought that was, I appreciated that because that's something when people go, Cause I had a whole, pl- I had a whole fucking plan for this whole thing. Uh, cause I had had some options. I went, I printed out maybe 10 or 15 different cars from auto trader and I put them in a fucking, I three hole punched them and I put them in a folder and I was going to go to the dealers that I was at and I was going to basically walk in and I was going to just check the car out. Give it the once over because a lot of cars were fucking overpriced that I was looking at. And I was going to give it the once over, right? And then just say, okay, open up my folder. And I was going to go and I was going to write down. I was going to say, all right, uh, this is where I'm at on this car. And I was going to give them the price. I'm going to say, this is the price I'm going to pay for this car. And then I'm like, listen, I'm not interested in bullshitting around. I'm not interested in fucking causing, like being here for hours negotiating. This is the bottom line, what I'm willing to pay. If you can't hit it, cool, we'll part ways. Because Guess what? I got a folder full of shit to go look at and I will find a sales manager who's having a real fucking bad month. Maybe had a couple bad months. It's the end of the year. They need to get something off of their, they need to get some shit off of their inventory so they can take the loss on it this year instead of pushing it into next year. So I'll find the guy who might be ready to get fired and will fucking sell me the car for the price that I want to pay. Because there's, infinite dealers out there that I can go to because like again I got a book full of fucking 15 cars right here that I'm gonna go look at today I'm sure one of these assholes will sell to me for the price I want so that was gonna be my whole tactic right and so and that that's the that's a tactic that worked when I went and when I bought the last car um you know I I went in and it it worked because eventually yeah it sucks you got to break some eggs to fucking make an omelet as they say and you go through a lot of you walk out on a lot of fucking shit but there's that one guy that's a little bit desperate and as you're walking out the door goes, Hey, hold on. Let me, let me see what I can do. And you say, okay. And then you sit down and then, yeah, there were a couple instances where they came back and said, all right, how about, and then it was like a thousand dollars more than what I was, what I, the number I had said. And I had said, no, 
The number I gave you was the number I gave you. Thanks for wasting my time. Now I'm not going to buy the car. And I got up and walked out. Oh, come on, come on. Just, you know, nope. Now you pissed me off. Now I'm out the door. So anyways, these guys were fucking straight up. They were good. Fucking, I had a great time. It was funny because as fate would have it, this dealership was literally right down, like not even two miles from where we got married at. So it was it was just funny that all oh, that that fate pushed it that way I guess or whatever, but um, but yeah good deal. Uh, now I think I'm having a fucking midlife crisis because I want to buy a fucking Mustang or like a sports car for some reason. And I was like, oh man, they had a fucking sweet one there, and I was just like, god damn. I was like, man, I wish my fucking shitty Hyundai was worth anything. I trade this in and fucking buy this Mustang right now, but not to be, not meant to be at this point. Maybe later, but anyway, so, so yeah, so overall, the car buying experience was good. The legal experience previous to this has been a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, it's almost not worth it. It's almost not even fucking worth it. It would have almost been just as worth it to just sell the car as is and not just not tell anybody that there's an issue because no one fucking knows and then just be done with it and then just go buy something else. That would have probably, I could have done that in 30 days turnaround time. Whereas this took fucking 15 months. It took to get to this point. And technically I'm still not even done because I haven't even gotten the money yet. Yeah, I got the car, but I haven't got technically got the money yet. Well, I got to pay the car off basically when I get the money, but you know, it, it's just, it is what it is, I guess. And it sucks and it's fucking miserable. And I just generally hate people and nobody gives a shit about anybody else. And it sucks. When it comes to something like this, where I'm making you money, or someone's making you money, you should treat them fucking well. Yeah. It should, it should be like a fiduciary uh, yeah. relationship where they don't, if they don't do a good job, they don't get paid. They only make money if you make money. Right. Stocks or yeah. whatever it might be, index funds. It should always be a mutually beneficial relationship, but I mean, shit, Dan. Shit. Shit, dude. Um, I think what ends up happening is that with any company or any business that eventually gets in a comfortable place where yeah. they're making buku bucks, making decent cash, uh, their brand is known or they have a following or whatever it might be, is that the quality of their customer service just starts oh, to Oh, just down. fucking tanks. Yeah, because so. honestly, and I felt that throughout the whole process too. Because I, this is this is this place was just essentially a machine for this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're just like a fucking put out lo- like lawsuit machine for this specific exact thing. Yeah, and that's just that's just it. You're just a wheel. You're just a cog in the fucking machine. And yeah, sure. To me, the amount of money they got compared to what I got was significant, but I'm sure that there's clients that they have 
that got them fucking triple or double they were making off of what I fucking got. So they're probably maybe a little more attentive to them. Yeah. But that shouldn't be the case. Because, again, I'm still making you, for the money they got, the tens of thousands of dollars that they got for essentially filing some paperwork and making a few phone calls. That's basically all they did. I just earned you that money. Because without me, that would have been money you didn't get. Yeah. Because you got to have me to make the money. So... I don't know. Anyway, that pisses it's a me fit, off. It's a 50-50 situation. Yeah it's, mutually, the client, yeah, it's mutually beneficial, right? right? Without the client, you're not, you don't got the work, and without the law firm... Yeah, I, don't, I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm not going to fight a major company. Like, there's no way. Unless you're just a legal expert when it comes to yeah, maybe. automotive... Right, uh, yeah. Automotive uh, deficiencies in the cars. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which, fuck, good luck. So, meh. so fuck, I don't know. Yeah. All right. You got, you got more to add to that? Not to that story. All right. So, I mean, I got more shit to talk about, but if you want to, if you want to chime in and say some shit, we can, we can go that route for, for a little bit. I suppose, I don't know if this is a natural segue, but there <clears> was some part of what you just said about nobody gives a shit about other people. Yeah. yeah. I want to transition to family. Okay. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. I think that's the case for, I mean, I don't know if it's, it exists in all families, but at least in my own family, um, uh, I had like a situation where somebody within my family, uh, got into a relationship and this is somebody uh-huh. that, you know, kind of has had some things happen to them, unfortunate things. And She's, or rather, they have been, I don't want to say out of the picture, because they do maintain contact with a few people and such. Yeah, but maybe took a hiatus from took the Took a general... hiatus, a leaf of absence, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Just, I think just for their own sake, so that they can maintain some kind of sanity, I suppose. Yeah. But this person's come back into the fold, started visiting or coming by, and within within our family, my immediate family, that it, it hasn't sat well because now that this person has a significant other, they're not being supportive or a well-wishing individual uh, because of previous things that have happened in the past. And I don't know if it's because I'm older or maybe this is just the way that I've been. I don't like sticking my nose in other people's business. Like if, yeah, if there's a family matter that's between two people, yeah, A and B and you eavesdrop on it. Not my, not my conversation. I wasn't part of it. I didn't hear nothing. I'm yeah. sure I heard it, but, but I don't know within families. I, I assume there's a lot of family secrets or things that are said. Yeah. Yeah. And, and stuff. And yeah, like talking about, <clears throat> talking about just being happy for the prosperity within your family. I think that should just be a thing in general. Like whether, yeah. Mm, if, if, if nobody else has wronged you in your family, I mean, you're going to be a well-wishing individual, right? To say good for you. You got your right. degree. You yeah. got your, you got a better job or you have a significant other. You're married now. It's yeah, great. Yeah. You're having kids, all that stuff. 
if they haven't done wrong to you, I think, I think at the very least you could wish them well, but that is not the case, I, I suppose. And there, there is an instance where that is the opposite. My family, and it's just kind of disappointing because this person that is opposed to this or just being problematic has benefited from the other person that just recently got a significant other. Uh, they, they or she helped uh, with this person's wedding, uh, was supportive when they broke up with their significant other. Yeah. Uh, I know it's kind of confusing, but this no, is... No, no, yeah, yeah. Keep it going. Keep it yeah, going. Yeah. Um, they've been there generally to be supportive to the person that's complaining. Yeah. Or whining or whatever the fuck. Right. And I'm just thinking how forgetful we are to like, what have you done for me, me lately? Yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. When it comes to family, dude, you hope all of you collect collectively prosper within this country, right? Like, yeah. Or, or maybe not even country, just life in general. Right. Yeah. So well, what do you got to say about that? Oh, I, I mean, I can, I can give shit, man. It's, I can tell you for sure that type of shit goes on probably in every fucking family. Now, I just think it's interesting how, okay, so you have a larger immediate family unit than I do because you've got four other siblings, right? Yeah, I have yeah four of the siblings, and then the group that I usually maintain contact with is my mother's side of the family, uh, mm-hmm. and of them, I have three cousins that I, well, one of them I somewhat keep in contact with, and the others kind of are too busy with their own lives and shit, but when we were younger, yeah, we we would see each other pretty pretty frequently but yeah. uh, here, here's another thing dude and i can't tell if this is like a mexican family thing or this is just family in general that uh there are other parts of the familial familial unit yeah. cousins or rel- right. aunts yeah, or relatives yeah. where they'll measure dicks with each other when it comes yeah. to their children okay yeah i fucking hate that uh yeah, I don't know if that's just a Mexican thing because, well, I mean, not. Well, I'll, I'll I'll explain, I guess, why I don't have that now. But when I was a kid, yeah, they would. Oh, you know, little Billy here is getting fucking straight A's, or you know, whatever the case is. It's like, oh, they're showing off about their kid and how. Oh, it's a reflection on me of how great I am, right? And give fuck what's your kid doing right <laughs> now? Yeah, you know. Like with me, it was always oh, like my dad would always go around and be like, oh well, they just won another baseball tournament or just did this or just did that, and then they oh this the one the the smart cousin would always just, oh they'd be like oh well he's the fucking king of this fucking smart kids or what, you know, in, I don't know whatever the, the whatever the winning a tournament equivalent of that would be I don't know fucking uh, the academic decathlon yeah w- yeah whatever something to that effect or what would they call that the the team. Is that is that what is the academic decathlon team where they they quiz you on shit? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a bunch of fucking it's math. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like fucking Jeopardy. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know my one emo cousin they wouldn't fucking talk about and they'd fucking be nobody would bring them up. Yeah, they'd just, see, they'd that, be sitting that, in the corner just fucking brooding. That's and, another one. I'm I'm basically that at this point. Yeah. Uh. Well, to my father, I I am that. The which emo, is, which yeah. is 
No, well, I'm not the emo kid. I'm just. But you're the not, one he doesn't bring up. He yeah, doesn't he doesn't bring up. I'm like, that's cool. I'm <laughs> like, they, I, they, what if what is it, is it like when one of your maybe your uncle or somebody goes, oh hey, so what's Adam up to late? And he goes, who? Yeah, I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's not. It's not like I mean, shit. When I consider other parts of my family where people have had children, not yeah. married or right, or, yeah. um or maybe they got hooked on drugs or some bullshit. Like, I think I'm doing all right. Like, dude, you know what the least you could do for your family is not shaming them in any way. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Doing the bare minimum, like taking care of yourself and not doing drugs or ending up in prison. Yeah. Like the bare minimum. I mean, dude, if you can get away with that, I think you did all right as a parent. But I mean, shit, some people have higher expectations for their kids. And, you know, that kind of creates a dis- a, a delusioned... Uh, is it disillusion? Disillusion is disillusion. Yeah, disillusion is a word. Yeah. Where I mean, I mean, when it comes to raising your kid, what what is what's how is that going? Are you are you kind of setting the bar high for her? Where you say, you're going to college, you're doing this or that, or is it you're kind of figuring things out as well? Okay, so I think in that specific regard, it's a little bit different for setting the standards now because. As it's essentially come to pass, a college degree is almost useless now. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's necessary to go to college to be successful. Now, being successful does take a specific attitude. It takes a specific outlook. So I'm trying to push her and enforce a mentality on her to not be a victim, to not be... To be to be a fucking winner, all right? That's the mentality that I'm fucking trying to instill in her. So, granted, I'm not necessarily being like, oh, you got to go to college or whatever. Because, again, I personally think college is fucking pointless at, at, at this. And, and in, fuck, man, in 15 fucking years when she goes to college or 14 years or 13 or whatever the number is, yeah. she's five. So, okay, yeah, 13 years when she's 18 and she goes to college, college might not even exist. I mean, if it keeps, if shit keeps going the way it does, college might not even matter. Or maybe it turns around and college becomes relevant again. It's just It just really depends on what is going on at the time and what you need to do to be successful. Because again, the top, there are, the, there's like the top 10 fucking highest paying jobs that like an average person can get. Trades. Don't require fucking degrees. And you know what's funny? None of them are trades. Oh, not trades. Oh, okay. oh, I saw the list the other day that they put. I should, I should fucking find it. But it was internet personality, fucking YouTuber, oh, fucking uh, game streamer. And they were they were discussing amongst the averages of the people who are there. Now, I know it's kind of going to be skewed, but they tried to keep out the top tier. They tried to go for like the like 50 percent, like the middle the, the meat of the curve. Right, the meat of the curve. And those, the people in the meat of the curve for like Twitch streamers, or it, they just called it game streamers. The people in the meat, the majority of them are making a comfortable living streaming. They're making sixty dollars to $100,000 a year streaming. Just streaming video games. They're making that kind of money. Through advertising, and now it's not through directly, obviously, just that. It's through, yeah, sure, some of them have some merch that's that's getting sold. They're getting some they're getting some money from whatever streaming service they're using for the amount of views that they're getting, but they have outside sponsorships because of the number of people that they get views from. Maybe aren't 
They're not making millions off of it, but they have consistent viewers, so they're getting some sponsorships, and they're making between 60 and 100 grand a year, which is a comfortable, well, it was five years ago, a, cup, a comfortable upper-middle-class type fucking living just to play video games. Same thing with, uh, I think it was Influencer was another fucking uh, topic or another tab on that list. And they were all ridiculous things that we looked at maybe five or ten years ago and laughed at. But now, kids are saying, oh, I want to be a fucking streamer. And you know what? That's a legitimate job that you can actually probably do and make a decent living. You're not going to be rich. Don't get me wrong. But if you can make 40 grand a year streaming, isn't that better than making 40 grand a year working at fucking McDonald's? Making your own schedule. Right. You're doing what you want. You live in the fucking dream. So the, the way you get there, I don't think is necessarily important. I just think whatever you get to, and, and for her, I am instilling in her that she needs to find out what she loves. She needs to find out because she's very much in the stage because she's five in the, I don't know stage, right? That's the stage that she's now entered into is the, Oh, I don't know indecisive is is the right word she's in the indecisive phase if no you, nothing wrong with that no there's she's not five this years is, old. right there's a it's a phase that they go through so you support them you say hey okay well when we don't know what do we do we don't sit there and cry about it and fucking lose our minds no we sit there and think okay what are our options what are our choices and then we think about what the best choice is for us and then we make that choice right that's what we do when we don't know if we don't know an answer to something what do you want for dinner? I don't know. I'm all out of I don't know. So what is it that you would like for dinner? Uh, I don't know. I just can't. And then she starts freaking out because she's five, right? That's what they do. So then the indecisiveness that, oh, well, it's, it's, it's just it's giving me, I can't, I don't know. Uh, okay, well, let's think about it. Here are some choices. Do any of these choices sound good to you? What's the best choice for you? And so doing that now is it's training her to, when an important decision has to get made, Okay, if I don't know what to do, I'm not going to lose my shit. I need to sit down. I need to logically think about what's the best choice here and then go that route. So I'm more of, like I said, trying to instill a mentality than saying, I'm going to tell you these are the exact steps that you need to take to get to Z. You're at A. I'm going to tell you exactly how to get to Z. I feel like my life kind of went that way where I was told exactly how to get to Z and then I fucking even didn't want, I didn't even want Z. I didn't want it. And we've talked about this before on this fucking podcast. Mm. I didn't want Z. What Z was, was, set, was set up for me to fucking do. Didn't want it. So ah, didn't fucking make it happen. So I'm, I don't want to push that on her, a specific direction that she needs to go. But I think as she gets older, I think it's important for her to find out what it is that she wants to do. And again, if she wants to go to college... That's cool. If she wants to do a job or a career that requires a college degree, then yeah, cool. If that's what you want to do, then we got to say, okay, what's the best path to get to that, to get to Z? Hmm. And then you figure it out. But I'm not going to push any specific thing or a path or a way to do it. I want to instill the mentality. The the tough, uh, what did she say the other day? Katie about flipped her shit the other day because... She said, she, I think she got bonked in the nose or something by some other kid. And she said, I'm tough. I'm just going to keep going. And I'm like, fuck yeah. That's exactly. She was like, oh, I can't believe. She was because, you know, 
my wife is very sensitive. So, and listen, Chloe is also a very sensitive child as well because she's five. But she's she does have the sensitive side, but now she's starting to get that fucking like the tough side that I'm I've been trying to instill in her over the last five years that she's been alive, and it's starting to work. But um, anyways, I don't think that. Well, I don't have like what you have. I don't have fucking family that I would be showing her off to because I did. It's just my parents. That's basically it. So, and that's one of the things that I was to go back to your original thing that you were talking about. I find it interesting that you having a larger familial unit than someone like me has essentially the same issues that, I mean, it's only, it's just me. I have a sibling. I don't know if I've talked about that specific issue on here before. I can't remember, but I have a sibling and then it's my mom and dad. Okay. Yes, I have a bunch of cousins and shit. Haven't fucking seen them since my grandpa died fucking 15-ish years ago. Or maybe it was like maybe 16, 17 years ago now because I'm fucking getting old. But haven't talked to any of the ones on my on my dad's side since, the, since grandpa. He was the last surviving, um, what do you call it, grandparent on that side, my dad's side. Haven't talked to any of my fucking cousins. None of my aunts are on, well, I've seen... <clears throat> my one aunt a few times everyone else fucking haven't seen him fucking since and so on my mom's side you know they were always kind of weird so like i never really had much contact with them they're nice people but they came to my wedding weird weird in what way uh religious that's that's right. the weird the that's weird all, fucking need not say more yeah that <laughs> just just as an example just for people that don't understand what that means going over there and spending the night jesus on the walls oh everywhere and then at at 6 p.m everything gets turned off it's time for jesus we pray no tv no nothing and then we go to fucking sleep and i was like jesus i thought it was like jesus christ what are we doing (laughs) so so yeah so it's so that's weird shit and then fuck man it that also turned out bad that didn't turn out good because that guy had a whole nother this guy wasn't related he was the he married into the family that that uncle had a whole other family in a whole other state Mm. the entire fucking time and then moved them out here to basically be down the street from where they fucking they live. Mm-hmm. And that's a fucking unbelievable to me. It unbelievable. Is. But so weird, weird for sure. Okay. So, but we had the same things like you're talking about. Oh, we'd have one fucking aunt or one uncle be all fucking, maybe they'd, stop coming for a little while and then oh something good would go for them and then they'd go oh well that's they're just a piece of shit or you know whatever they they would just say shit and it's 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 like come on guys why can't we just be happy for them why one of my cousins he fucking stopped coming around for a little while and then because he was doing something i don't know if it was something with career with his career i don't know i was fucking younger so stop coming around for a while they talk shit, then it died down because, he, you know, the initial shock of this dude not showing up wore off. And then after maybe about a year, oh, he decided to come back around. And then what did they do? Same fucking thing. 
Basically just talking shit, do, do, saying derogatory, demeaning things. And what's wrong with that, dude? Like, what's wrong with living life the way you want to li- live yeah, it? Not yeah, because of yeah. what your parents say right. or yeah. or what people expect out of you. Like, what's wrong with choosing to not interact for a bit of time and choosing to go find... I don't know, whatever it is you're looking for in life, like a significant other, or maybe you you want to change the scenery, so you move, and you're, you know, yeah. you end up living further away from your family or something, and yeah. they're talking shit because you live in some other part of the world. Oh, and then what's funny, too, is is my one, uh, man, what is, what is the generic term for aunt or uncle? Like, you know, for brother or sister, you could say sibling. Sibling? Like, what would be the, the aunt or uncle fucking generic term? Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know if there is one, but I I guess I could say one of my parents' siblings. There you go. That's that's a generic term. Okay. Because I don't wanna I don't wanna specify who it is, but yeah. they had kids. Okay. One of them wasn't, I don't know if I could say is successful for the right reason. Basically married a dude who was like super successful and moved out of state and had a had they had like four kids, five kids, and this cousin became the favorite, clearly. Because of the money? Well, because of the perception of success. Okay. Okay. The other cousin, kind of an academic the, the sibling, nerdy, right? The sibling? Yeah, the sibling. Kind of kind of, you know, nerdy and academic, kind of weird. By by all standards of of normality, I guess, kind of outcast, not really talked about, looked at as the emo kid essentially in the corner, and but objectively was more successful individually, individually than the one who just became essentially a housewife for a rich guy. Yeah. So, and the shit that they would talk. About that is the fuck. It's like fuck. Get fucked, man. Yeah. Just be. Just be cool with it. Why can't you just? This is family. God damn. Isn't that what we're all supposed to do? Isn't that what family is supposed to be? Put, and this is putting putting people up instead of putting them fucking down. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I have learned over my time of life is that for me, yes, blood family is is fucking for sure has to be number one, but quote unquote family doesn't always have to be blood. It doesn't always mean everything that they're blood. And just because they are blood doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that fucking sucks. That yeah. sucks that that reality fucking exists. Yeah. Cause it's like you get, there's betrayal in your own ranks, dude. Yeah, there is. This is what it is. It's descent. like, it's like it's descent. It's fucking some Benedict Arnold shit. And again, my cousin, I would love to fucking interview my cousin. I'd fucking love to interview fucking most of my cousins because my one cousin fucking somehow through a second marriage from from one of my uh, parents' siblings, the person that they married was a bigwig at a college or is a bigwig at a college right. and got... He got my cousin in there to get a degree in basically some dumb shit that meant nothing like political science or something. And then gets a job 
working as gets a master's degree paid for through grants and basically for free and has a job basically working at the school as a fuck like a I don't know what it is. It's like a like a research partner or something like that. But it's it's not it's, you're not a professor, but you're kind of like an underling professor, I guess. And could have probably easily turned that into a job as a fucking actual professor, which is basically a do nothing job in my opinion at, at a college, and super easy to do. But also had his housing paid for by the college. He, this dude, he was making like 75, 80 grand a year just doing this bullshit. Summer's off, week, like Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, the summer's off, all the fucking breaks and everything off. Fucking sweet gig. Then he fucking decides to, I find through the grapevine, that he decides that he's going to not do that anymore. He's going to quit. He's going to go try. He, okay, he's my age. He's 37. He's going to go try to get, or he's a year older than I am because I'm 36. He's going to try and go get a job. Working at fucking LAPD. Oh. And let me tell you, this dude is soft. All right. Our whole lives. This dude from when I was a kid. Now, I was granted. I haven't seen him in fucking, again, fucking probably 15, almost maybe 17, 18 years. Yeah. But for the first fucking almost 20 fucking years of our time together, this motherfucker was soft. And I don't think... And maybe he maybe he read some Goggins. I don't know, <laughs> but I, I just don't see it. But hey, if that's what you really want to do, I fucking support it. I hope you fucking get in. I hope you fucking make it because shit, the odds are against you. And I would love nothing more than to see someone. I don't give a shit that we're quote unquote related because at this point, that, that, none of that that doesn't even matter. I haven't seen the dude in fucking eighteen years. That, just because we're fucking blood related means nothing. Essentially, we're we're just two assholes now at this point. So, I would love to see somebody that that the odds were against fucking make it. Because again, that's like what we're doing here with this. The odds are against us. We're gonna make it. I would hope that if any of my cousins or whatever's out there heard that I was doing this. I would hope that they would be, oh man, I hope that he does good in that. I know that's not what they're going to say, but you know, um, I would hope that it would at least be that way because no matter what I think about them, I still want them to have success. I still want them to have good things happen to them. I don't want them to fucking, you know, I don't want them to be fucking left out in the cold and be homeless. And if they fucking called me up and said, Hey man, I'm about to be homeless. All right. You're basically a stranger to me at this point, but because of some past times we've had, some, some pretty funny, funny good times we've had in the past, you can come sleep on my couch for a little bit, all right? You know? And then maybe one day we could become, quote-unquote, family again. Yeah. But at this point, I feel like it's been separated far too long that I don't know. And, and th- that's the route that I'm currently on going with my own sibling is... I've just been cut out for literally no apparent reason. And this sibling has cut out my, cut out our parents, cutting out everybody on it. Well, didn't have any, uh, the, the, everyone else was already cut out to begin with anyway. So it was just basically us. And then that's it. So yeah, it fucking kills me that. Yeah. I've got two nephews out there that I've never fucking met. Well, I met the one like twice when he was a baby. That was it. 
basically, I don't fucking never met him. These kids are never going to know who the fuck I am, right? And, you know, honestly, I wish Frank was here to fucking to talk about this because, you know, he, he has a, a bunch of nephews and nieces that he's very involved in their lives. And, I mean, that's something that I will never fucking know. I'll never fucking know what that's like because, you know, I don't, I don't have, I don't, oh, I do, but I don't have, I'm not allowed to have the relationship with them and probably never will because I don't know what my sibling is saying about me or explaining me to them. I tell Chloe because Chloe's seen pictures of her being held by my sibling and says, oh, who's this? And I say, oh, this is so-and-so. This is who they are to you. Oh, how, and now she's at the age where she's asking me about, oh, do I have cousins? And we say, oh, yes, these are your, these are the last known pictures we have of them because we (laughs) haven't fucking seen, we we haven't, it's been two years since we've been cut out. So we, I fucking don't, I don't know what they look like now, but this is the last known, this is their last known state that we, we knew them in and that we've saw pictures from my parents in. So, you know, I just tell her, oh, well, you know, they, we, we just, for some reason, they, we just don't see them. We don't get to see them very much. And that's, you know, unfortunate. So I don't know. Maybe that'll change. I hope it changes in the future. I'm not optimistic that it will. I mean, I hope it is, but I, I don't think, I just don't think it will. I just think that I, I mean, I know my sibling and I know how shit goes. And this is pretty much a wrap. So. Yeah, but it's funny to see how you have the same problems being in a larger family, and the same problem with me being in an essentially very small family still apply. Mm. So it doesn't matter the size or the scope of of your family unit. It th- this affects it. This type of shit affects everybody. Yeah, and I just hope that this doesn't turn into something where in the future Chloe does this to me and cuts me. I hope that, that I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, that'd be fucking wild. I mean, uh, well, I guess on that subject, I think, okay, so what? when it comes to parenting, yeah, obviously you had things that you didn't care for when you were a child as from both your parents. Yeah, definitely. And then Katie has her own sets of things. So how, how was that organized when you had your child where you're thinking, you know what? When I was a kid, I didn't fucking like this. And then obviously she has her opinions about that shit. Right. So yeah. what, what, how have you guys worked that out? So one of the things that, that we have kind of discussed in, in thinking about whether we're, cause you know, there was a hard time when Chloe was going through her terrible twos and it was just constant tantrums and yelling. And Katie was very much against the, corporal the old, punishment the old methods yeah the old ways the old ways she was very much against the old ways of the is spankings it, is it possible to learn this power <laughs> not, not from, from a jedi. jedi so she was very much against oh shit i ripped my shorts oh damn that All sucks right. she was very much against those those methods right and so they were used on me and yes Short term, they were effective, but they didn't provide any sort of long term deterrence. Because, like, when I was a kid, I, I said on here before about when I, you know, I would just go run underneath my, you know, dad's legs or I'd fucking escape somehow. And then he whooped my ass really bad afterwards. But it never deterred me from running again. I just kept doing it until eventually I got old enough to where he was, oh, he got older. 
to where he was, he just was like, I'm not chasing this fucking kid around anymore. I'm just let him go. Just let yeah. him go. So the corporal punishment, I'm sure molded me in a way, but it also really didn't provide a deterrence for the behavior. So was it effective? I don't know. I mean, it's debatable, I guess. I don't know. Maybe on a case-by-case basis. And for me, I really couldn't tell you because I don't know. But. Or, okay, it doesn't even have to be necessarily punishment, but we'll mm-hmm. say the, backhand, oh. the backhanded compliments thing or like saying yeah. things like that. Like, oh, hey, Chloe, you're you're gaining a little weight or. Oh, yeah, that's like shit like that. So, dude. yeah, yeah. Like, so that's one of the things that we talked about. Okay, we're not going to. Our whole objective and every generation's generation's objective should be to not make the same mistakes that their parents made, right? Yes. And so, granted, we're not fucking perfect. So, of course, we're going to make a whole new set of fucking mistakes. Oh, yeah. Likely. But hopefully, as generations go on, you hope that eventually you get down to the point where you do perfect parenting. I don't necessarily think that we're it yet, but our hope is that, okay, maybe we get Chloe to the point where when she becomes a parent, she becomes the perfect parent and figures everything out, right? Because we, the mistakes we made, she will learn from, and then the good things we did, she will emulate. And then it will be becoming the perfect fucking parent, right? Yeah. Now, is that reasonable? Probably not, but... That's the the stance we kind of took is, okay, we, we already know this. We already know that we're going to not do the same mistakes our parents made. And we're also aware that we're probably going to make mistakes at the same time. So we should really navigate this. And regardless of what the decision that gets made about whatever we're going to do, we have determined that we still have, we have to be a united front on it. Whatever the decision is, we, we have to be united as far as the child is concerned. Because there can't, the child cannot see that there's dissension amongst the ranks because the child will then attack the, the, the dissent. And then that's how you get, oh, well, dad said I could do this. Or, oh, mom said I, mom lets me do this. Now get fucked. We're the, we're the same. We make the same fucking decisions. So there, there, there's no trickery here. Because I was very, very much a trickery fucking child. Like I, I did a lot of trickery. I did a lot of fucking weird trickery shit and. Now, that was just me, I guess. So, that's and that's the mistake my parents made was, was not being a united front on things. All right, when so, it comes to feelings. Yeah. Say something happens. Yeah. Maybe it might be punish, punishment related. Mm. Do you guys rationalize to her why she's getting punished? And then do you also validate her feelings? Like, I understand that you feel this way. But we're doing this because X, Y, Z, and we're not because I'm not gonna name any specific names. Mm. But when one of my nieces or nephews starts to act up and yeah. behaves badly, my my something will happen. Be like, oh, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Oh, suck it up! Like that kind of you know invalidating. Yeah. Their feelings and making them feel small or right. unwanted. How, how does now? Okay, now so because I'm an asshole, 
I generally just invalidate people's feelings at all times. Like I, I just generally do that because I'm just kind of a, I'm just kind of a shithead. But when it comes to Katie and Chloe, I've never really been one with my feelings. I, I still think this whole thing about, again, the old ways of, oh man, you might be involved in some same sex relationships if you have feelings like that. That's, that's the old school mentality, right? And so, I, you know what? Let's turn that into a topic after we finish. This okay. Slide. All right. That's fine. Okay. okay. So, but to get specifically to this, yeah. Um, I Katie and Katie has explained to me why we need to make sure that we validate her feelings because then that's because because a lot of the reason Katie has a lot of the weird anxieties and weird shit that she has is because she felt that her feelings were always invalidated by her father when she was growing up and they and they were. Um, and she also thought her mom also, you know, kind of did the same thing. Some, you know, she felt like her parents get invalidated her feelings basically all the time. So I'm like, cool. So it's, imp- it's, so what we do is like a comment. And, and again, I'm the, I'm a hundred Katie's like zero and we meet in the middle to be 50. Right. I've said that before. And with parenting, it's kind of the same. I'm one side really hard and she's the other side really hard. And so in the middle, we combine our forces together and we basically create the perfect parenting system, which is, hey, your ass is fucking in trouble, all right? You fucked up, but this is why you fucked up, and this is how you can avoid fucking up in the future, and we understand that the fact that you fucked up makes you feel upset, and that's okay, because you should feel upset, because you fucked up. And, uh, like, an example... Would and this is maybe a bad example, but something that she does by accident because she's still learning, right? So she kicked me in the nuts the other day by accident, okay, or whacked me in the nuts somehow in the nuts the other day, and it fucking hurt. And I usually no sell shit like that, but for some reason this one just fuck. She got me like in the right fucking spot, and I was fucking dead. I thought I was gonna throw up for real. And I fucking went, oh, shit. And she immediately knew that she did get me and it was a good one. And she was like, oh, like she thought she was going to get in trouble. Like she thought I was going to get, I don't know why. I guess she thought I was going to get, she's going to be mad or something. Well, it's because she hurt me. So that's, she didn't, she doesn't like hurting people like that, I guess, in, in, by accident. So she like started to kind of freak out a little bit and she went to Katie and was crying and she's like, oh, why are you crying? Oh, because I I hit daddy on accident and blah, 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 and he got hurt. And so it's like, okay. It's like, yes, it was an accident, right? So it's okay. Accidents happen. But what do we do when we say, we say, hey, I'm sorry. That was an accident. My bad, right? That's what a decent person does. So she goes and says, okay, I'm sorry. I say, okay, good. Yes, thank you for the apology. I understand. But then she doesn't understand after the fact of, oh, hey, I said I'm sorry, so we're good now, right? Well, no, my nuts still fucking hurt and I can't really walk for her. So you got to give me like five minutes till I'm okay again. And so then she takes that as, oh, well, you didn't accept my sorry. So no, no, no. I, yes, I, I, so you must still be mad at me. No, I'm not mad at you. My nuts. <laughs> my, I'm physically incapable of movement right now yeah. because my testicles are in my throat, essentially. So, and like I said, that's probably a bad example, but that's part of, explaining to them hey okay this is what you did this was the cause this was the effect 
Let's talk about why you feel the way you feel. And then let's say, cool, it's good to feel that way. It's okay you feel that way. And this is how you deal with those feelings. So like, hey, I know you're upset that I'm injured and you caused the injury, but that's okay. It was an accident. Now, if you kick me in the nuts on purpose, then I'd be a little pissed. Yeah. But it's okay if she throws a tantrum about something. Okay, why are you upset? Or like she gave Katie an attitude about something the other day. And so oh, then, oh, oh. and Katie was like, Why are you giving me an attitude? And she's like, oh, because of something. Uh, she said something. And then she said, Well, I don't know what it was. It was something that Katie had no control over. And so she's like, Well, why are you giving me the attitude? I don't have any control over that thing that you're fucking giving me an attitude about. <sighs> and then she got upset and started crying. And then she's like, Oh, but you yelled at me. And then she's like, No, I didn't yell at you. I was just telling you. What it is okay? I understand. It's okay to feel upset that you were being told because you didn't like it, right? I get it. You don't like that, but I didn't like the way you were talking to me, right? It's so just like I didn't like the way I was. You were talking to me. You have to understand that we have to talk to people in a certain way. So if you are gonna have an attitude to me, well then you're gonna get an attitude back. And I know you don't like that. So see, what do you? How do you think I like it when you do it to me? Oh, okay. Like, you know, it's something like that where you have to just explain to him, say, hey, I get why you're upset, but like I had said before, yeah, you fucked up. This is why you fucked up. This is how you avoid fucking up in the future. So it's like, it's a weird balancing act, I guess. Yeah. And it's it's very difficult to do because you can't, you don't want to lean one one side too far and then you fucking do some sort of weird permanent damage. And then that's the end of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Has there been an incident where you say you effed up as a parent? Oh, yeah. When she was uh, going through her, her terrible twos, right? And you, she was getting crazy. You yelled at her once. Oh, no. What I would do is I... Because it would go on for fucking, I mean, 35, 40 minutes fucking sometimes. And I would just get be done with it. So what I would do is I would pick her up and I would fucking... Just pick her up. I would say nothing. I would just pick her up and I would take her and I'd put her in her room and I would just leave her in there. And I think this is I think this is why she doesn't sleep in her own fucking bed. Because it's punishment. Right. I feel like that's I fucked up on that. And then Kate, we I had been doing that and then we had kind of been doing that. And then she had said, oh, I read something online. So we should stop doing that as punishment. We should put her somewhere else. I said, ah, that's that's smart, but shit. I think we've been doing it too long, and now I think it's fucking made it done something. It's some it's changed some subconscious fucking thing. You, you, uh, when she was two, you did a Pavlov on her. Yeah, basically. So, and yeah, again, fuck, man. You just think, okay, I'm gonna put you. And the reason why we put her up there is, hey, this is a quiet. You can be alone. You can yell all you want, and then when you're done, then we can talk. All right. That's the whole reason why we would do it, but. You know, I, I feel like we fucking, that might have been... One of your fuck-ups. Maybe, yeah. I think that would have been for sure. That's I would, fair. I would count that as that. All right. Uh, this one topic I think is going to be a... Uh, a this doozy? Is, this is going to be a controversial one because All right. I, I reserve some opinions about mental health. Yeah. They're, right. not, they're not favorable to the current... <laughs> to the current... Climate. Well, I mean, listen... Controversy creates cash. So here we go. Let's see what it's let's see what it's about. All right. So 
I can't say I've been somebody that has been perfect when it comes to mental resiliency, right? Yeah. But I like to believe that I am mentally strong. I uh, hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've heard, I've talked to some people, and I really can't believe that people get anxiety or stress over really mundane shit. Talking to people. Yeah. Even driving somewhere. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, what happened? <laughs> why, why are people developing stresses over mundane things? <laughs> right, yeah. Get worked up over nothing, dude. Or the people that believe they have, and maybe they've actually been clinically diagnosed as having depression or whatever. Sure, yeah. I know I'm not being fair, but I don't believe in it. I don't believe in depression. Like, I think it's a choice to wallow in your own pity. And maybe there are people that legitimately have depression because of chemical imbalance and right, yeah, or or uh, something of that sort. Maybe they actually legitimately need help. But I think for a majority of people, that is not the case. Maybe a significant yeah. number of people would be a fair statement as opposed to saying majority. Right, yeah. I, I, I think that most depression can be cured. It's manageable, right? Like it, or, or it can be managed by just going out, playing outside, doing some fucking exercise, give your balls a tug every once in a while, yeah. and you know, you'll be good to go. Like a, maybe depression exists, but I don't know if it's something... That's ex- it's an extended period yeah. of your life, like or it's just a permanent thing. Like I feel like it's more, it comes and goes, or like there's spells of it, long spells, yeah. and it, it, that could be provoked by maybe a financial situation, or maybe sure. a marital, marital well, uh, I, complications, <sighs> or whatever it might be. But everything in life can be solved. Like yeah. ultimately, everything, most things in life can be sp- solved, and the things that you can't. Well, they're they're out of your fucking hands. You can't do anything about right. it. So yeah, true. I don't I don't know if I'm making sense or if I'm just being delusional about no, mental health or whatever. But no, I mean you're making some valid points. I will say that I mean, listen, we've talked about it on here before about you know going through the postpartum depression that Katie went through, and yes, that is a legitimate clinical chemical fucking issue. It's like. It's this weird fucking thing. And that is something that is gets better over time, but it's kind of permanent, you know? And so obviously after, you know, her her mom died, it kind of started to come back a little bit. And again, that was an untimely thing that wasn't expected. It was kind of out of the blue. Shouldn't have really happened, but it did. And so in that instance, I completely understand why people go into a funk or they go into a whatever. Now she's over the last couple of years has been improving and getting better. Right. And I can't, and it's, it's obviously something from like when you were a kid probably, but 
Katie does have, she has those fucking anxieties about like just talking to too many people or like today she was just like, we went to the store and she was just like, we went to a couple stores. She's like, oh, I'm just done. I need to go. Home. I can't, I can't be out fucking around people right now for whatever reason. Cool. All right. We can go back and get in there. Now, I think a lot of the, and I'm not talking about her specifically, but I think a lot of the anxieties or the weird shit that people get, I think a lot of it is choices that they made when they were younger and then More experiences. Right. And they conditioned themselves to believe it was was one thing and this was how it was for everything and so then that condition led that that conditioning led them to the conclusion that okay like with people being out in public oh can't be around people can't do this right now nope because this makes me anxious because i have conditioned myself to believe that this is a bad situation that something bad will likely happen yeah and 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 i think that in a lot of people it's it's like I said, it's a choice. And what's fucked up, and this is this is really where it's gonna fucking get off the rails here. All right. I I kind of think people use this stuff as like a badge of honor. They will say, Oh, I have anxiety, or I have uh what's the word I'm looking for? Not depression, but uh like the social anxiety, I'll just use that as an example, because that's a big one that a lot of people have, and a lot of people love to fucking talk about how they have social fucking anxiety. We all have fucking social anxiety. Get over yourself, okay? Yeah. Or they post like they post about it <clears throat> online and say, "Oh, today I did X thing." And I'm so proud of myself. Right. Or okay, here's the one. Here's one that bothers me. This isn't directly related yeah, to yeah, yeah. Uh, to uh, mental health uh-huh. awareness. Well, maybe right. it is. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I'm gonna sound like an asshole. Yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna say it anyways because it's. Kind of, I hope it's, <laughs> but man, so you know when I've seen a lot of people, and there's some artists that uh, are very proud because you know some of them are alcoholics. Okay, and they yeah. get so they get sober. Right. Like, oh, look at me! I got 24 months of being sober. Yeah. Everybody, hey, nice job! You you straightened yourself out, like you defeated alcoholism and all that shit yeah. what about the what about the rest of us that never have been that didn't abused? get alcoholism yeah where's yeah. our fucking badge dude right where's our shit like every there are a lot of people in regular day life that just deal with shit all the time and you never they never get a fucking badge or they never get a pat on the back they never get a star or sticker and then people that have i don't know why this angers me but you know for people that have like anxiety or or depression like oh i had a good day today oh you're so strong you're bro what about people that had their parents die and they're still figuring out like their financial situation and they don't post about it online don't share that shit yeah yeah they just get through the fuck i mean whatever the story is dude yeah that's what i'm saying about it being like a quote-unquote badge of honor that you have this thing and oh i made it through another day or whatever and it's like all right man listen we all fucking feel this way like we're all supposed to gang up on you and just pet Pat you nice on the back, job. yeah. Nice hey, hey, five. patronize like a, the shit out of you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Get get, get out of here with that. I can't. Yeah, I hate. I I hate that people that do that. And it's 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 like, uh, oh man, I I I I know what two plus two is, guys. Like, oh cool, well, we all do. We all know what that is. Like fucking, it's not it's not an accomplishment. Yeah. Or I mean, shit. 
when it comes to doing this stuff, I mean, I know nobody else is going to pat us on the back. Like, I, I know. No. Yeah. I don't. I don't think anybody in my family is going to pat me on the back. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Uh, well, maybe some until, friends until maybe you, s- until you start driving around in a fucking Maserati or a Bugatti. Hey, yeah, yeah. Then they'll be like, "Hey, Adam." You look like you, you're doing well for yourself. Have you lost weight recently? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though you may have gained yeah. pounds. Oh, you seem to have. You've been working out. You've been hitting the gym. Oh, uh, man, you look so much better than, you know, when I last saw you or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Must but, be this Bugatti. But, I mean, I'm not, none of, neither you or I are waiting for us, waiting for somebody to pat us back. Right. Hey, you guys are doing a podcast. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Right. I know. The satisfaction that I need mentally, it comes from here. It comes yeah, from like inside right, right. here. I don't need anybody else to tell me that we're doing good because I feel it like when we're doing it. Yeah and, yeah. and 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 this is maybe what I'm talking about when I talk about with the mentality that I'm trying to raise Chloe with is the mentality of like of that to not to not be hung up on oh, am I going to get rewarded for this? Or what's the outcome of this? Or how? what do these people think? Or what is this? Or what is that? Just do what you feel you want to do and just go from there. You don't have to be fucking freaking out about everything and losing your mind over every little fucking decision that's got to get made. Yeah, failure. I mean, dude, okay, one thing for sure when it comes to family. Yeah. I always felt like failure was not an option. And okay, it yeah. is. Right, yeah. I mean, we're I feel like we're going to win with this. Yeah. But yes, we're going to have many things that do not go right. Right. I mean, that don't work. That don't work or whatever. Yeah. That's fine. But when I was a kid, I felt with my dad. And my bro- my dad is a hard ass. Like my dad yeah, yeah. likes the way certain things are done and you can come up with a proposed solution that is the exact, well, not even the exact same thing, but has the exact same outcome. Yeah. But he still wants it his way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck you. Like, yeah. What the fuck, dude? Um, and when it comes to that, man, like I either go zero or I go a hundred. Yeah. When it comes to certain things, I enjoy Like I'm going to be the best at it or I'm not even, gonna I'm, I'm not going to try. I'm yeah, not going to try. Cause if I'm not, yeah. if I can't even get like, an A plus on it or, or, or be the best at something. Um, then fuck it. What's fuck the it? What's the point? Right. But that's not true because as an adult, as an, a chi- as a child, as a teenager, like you're allowed to make mistakes, but your parents convince you otherwise or right. whatever. Or people convince you otherwise that failure is not an option. It's not true. Like you could do things and you can get better. That's like the root. Yeah. That's, that's the root of it is that you get better as you put more time into the things you uh you love or you're passionate about and <sighs> yeah as long as if failure is always an option as long as you're failing forward yeah you know failing backwards is just counterproductive yeah. so and then like making the excuse that i can't do it because my anxiety or my my mental health that's like, choice that, that's that's a choice that's yeah. like saying you're creating it's not fair. I know it's not fair to say that to on this podcast or whatever because it's going to make me sound ignorant. Maybe I fucking am. It's okay. It I, and I'm making a mistake. I'm making a I'm, I'm making a mistake. Yeah, there right you go. there. You go. And maybe I can get lectured. Maybe somebody will come out and say you're wrong for all this shit. Hey, but you know, out of my own failure, my own lapse in mental health awareness, maybe we'll get somebody that is actually 
a fucking psychologist or something. Oh that, yeah, that maybe I can, can you know say why I'm wrong. But yeah, for for at the moment, I still take my stance that people create prisons for themselves or traps. Yeah, mental yeah mental traps for themselves that they can't do things because they believe that they that X Y Z depression anxiety yeah yeah or something else or the chemical imbalance is inhibiting them from actually functioning as a yeah it's sometimes getting into that state isn't their fault it's true yeah it's through no circumstances that they have caused but the choice to stay there yeah you make that choice every time you you stay there yeah. you you can choose yeah to not stay there. You may, and sometimes maybe you don't know that's an option. Mm-hmm. And maybe this will at least help somebody listening that, hey man, it's always an option to just fucking not continue doing what you're doing just to get out of it. Just to say, oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm just not going to have anxiety anymore. And yeah, for some people, it's probably not that simple. It's not, yeah, it's not but, that simple, but you're making the choice. But you, you got to start somewhere yeah. to say, okay, I don't want to have this anxiety about, let's say, going out in public anymore. Mm. So I'm going to slowly go out in public. I'm going to start off just going out in my front door. Okay, cool. Do that for like 15 minutes. Oh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go okay, walk around safety. the block next then, week. Then maybe I'll walk down to the street. And then I'll look around for a little bit. And then I'll run back into the house. And then the next day, maybe I'll go walk two houses down. And then mm. run back. Into the, okay. And then eventually you walk around the neighborhood. And then eventually that neighbor you always wave at. Okay. Eventually, all right, I'm going to talk to him today. And then, bam, you go talk. And then, okay, there you go. So, and as long as, like I said, even if you say, okay, I'm going to make that, I'm going to talk to that guy today, and then, oh, you fuck up and you don't do it. You get too scared Mm. and you run off. Okay, cool. Fail forward. You failed. Now fail forward by writing that wrong, writing writing that failure Mm. and being successful. Yeah. Like I had, so, I got T-boned by like a car or a truck. Uh Uh-huh. Like a decade ago. Yeah. And I thought I was going to be traumatized by going on that freeway. Yeah. Again. And the first thing that I did after I, after I got in that car accident is I went right back to that freeway because I didn't want, I didn't want to get any mental triggers or anything like that. Yeah. I'll be like, oh my God, this is where, this is where this car accident happened. This is like where one almost died whatever i'm like i'm gonna get right back on the fucking freeway fucking drive and this yeah. is not gonna be a problem down the road so dude same thing with the well getting getting hit by the semi on my car catching on fire on the freeway and almost fucking dying there yeah you know what i did uh the next day when i went back to fucking work drove the same fucking way yeah drove right by it saw the fucking flame the burnt portion of the freeway <laughs> yeah and just was like well, that that happened. Yeah. That was cool. I mean, sure, I made it out. So how bad can it fucking be? How how if I could? Yes, I could have made the choice, just like you could have made the choice. To every time you go by there, just get crippling fear and crippling anxiety about this event that happened there. Yes, you could you could choose to continue to do that. Mm. But I I I just said, nah, man, this ain't gonna. Be, I ain't gonna fucking worry. I ain't gonna sleep lose sleep over this fucking thing. I ain't gonna be weirded out over this. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It was a close call, but at the end of the day, I'm still here. I didn't die. So, shit, if anything, 
that means I'm pretty much almost unkillable. So I should just be even more fucking arrogant than I already am. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, I said fuck that. I'm I'm driving right here, right right through here. Yep, going right here, right right through. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I I know what we're saying might be problematic for other people, but yeah, it probably is problematic for a lot of people. But like I said, man, you can choose to be happy. You can yeah. choose to not wallow in your pity or right. wh- whatever it might be, whatever excuse you're creating for why your life sucks. Like I really do think that you can, ha- you can have the initiative to pull yourself out. Like just because you you get bad, you get, you get cards dealt to you. Right. Yeah. But you have a chemical imbalance or maybe your parents or your family was shitty to you. Like yeah. that doesn't inhibit your ability to, you know, eventually grow up, have a career. Maybe you have your own family. Yeah. And you think, you know what? I'm not going to do the exact same thing with my kids. I'm not right. going to pass that sh- shit on. I mean, if you let that thing get to you, and you become adult. I don't want to get, you're like, you say, oh, I don't want to get in a relationship because I don't trust people or I don't want to have kids because yeah. I was treated like a fucking kid my whole life or whatever. And uh, you don't want to be neglectful to your own little fucking baby or whatever. Right, yeah. Like that, that, that type of shit. Just don't let shit get to you, man. Like everything, as that old phrase goes, uh, you know, all things come to pass eventually. So yeah, right. like, nothing is ever permanent. Yeah. And, and again, it's a fucking mentality you have to have. And shit, if anything, this is just hopefully motivation for people mm-hmm. if you are having these issues this this hopefully this is something that helps you see that oh man this isn't this isn't all you it's mm-hmm. not all it's not that's not all that you are you are not just anxiety about public speaking or, or whatever shit, maybe is, you or, got raped and like you can't have a sexual relationship because right you got raped and that kind of warps your perspective on men or women or anybody really or maybe you got fucking robbed dude oh yeah and And every time you see someone that looks similar to the person who robbed you you start losing your shit like they're gonna rob you Mm -hmm. well shit man don't put that on them that's not your that's not their fault yeah and you just have to have the it's again it's the victim mentality resiliency yeah you gotta have and Maybe this is also, as you've said, is Adam's quoted line, a natural segue into the next thing. All right. But the victim mentality, okay? The lack of mental resiliency in our current society is fucking staggering. Give me, give me an example. I'm going to give you a story. Give of, me a story. Of something that, that happened recently. So recently I went to a thing. I don't necessarily really want to. I don't think anybody that was there listens to this because fuck, I don't think they even know that I do this. And hopefully, whatever, maybe they do. I don't, who cares? But anyways, so I went to this thing. It was a children's party. Okay. Oh boy. So I go to this thing, and uh, the 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 couple that the kid was the birthday girl. They're okay. They're 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 gay. They're they're lesbian. They're right? lesbian couple. Yeah. Okay. They're lesbian couple. So, uh, 
my wife worked with one of them and then, you know, they met them that like, you know, Jimbery when we were, you know, when Chloe was like a baby or whatever, I think. So they've been, we've known them for a while. Like they know me. There's, there's another lesbian couple that brought their kid. They, they know me. Right. So those two kind of were the only ones who know me and what I'm about. So upon arrival to this party, and seeing the people that are there, I clearly was made to feel that I am I am not I'm not welcome there. Me being the straight male that now granted, sometimes I do it to myself, okay, because but I don't mean to stereotype. I already know where this is going. Yeah, you're gonna stereotype me because yeah. I, I I I do look like the stereotype. Yeah, I mean, I look like your typical right wing fucking white male. I guess I don't know what the fucking right whatever the term is. It's the Trump, American. So I, I look for your Trump supporter, right? It's the American flag. It's like the Oakleys. It's the. Listen, I like what I like. Okay, I like Under Armour shit. Most of that shit has fucking American flags on it. I also like. I just like the American flag thing. I think it's. Whatever, I'm American, all right? I'm fucking just, I like it, okay? I like, I like sporting it, okay? So, I'm not, I, I didn't think Mary, I, I, to me, an American flag means freedom, okay? And, and whatnot. That's what it means to me. So, anyways, so most people look but, at me. Yeah, and they would stereotype you on your appearance, right? Correct. Yes. I was exactly being stereotyped upon my appearance. And also, I would like to I would like to point out and say that there, okay so there were other fathers of children there okay the, every single one of them and I don't understand like what and maybe this is the example of softness and lack of mental resi- softness as I am saying both physically and mentally <laughs> because now granted listen i don't i'm not fucking super shredded i'm not like the super most in shape guy but like yeah i exercise i work out like i try i try to fucking maintain a competent level of physical fitness so that if i had to defend my wife or child that i wouldn't gas out in like 10 seconds okay i i try to fucking do that that's why i try to maintain so all the other dads there none of their shirts fit correctly and when I say that, I say that it was all of their shirts were very loose in the chest, or I'm sorry, very tight in the chest and in the midsection, but very loose. Like the arms were like way too big. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And so then I was, because I played, because it was at a, it was at a trampoline, a, 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 a Chloe calls it a jumpalinium. And it's basically just like a trampoline park, I guess. And right. so I fucking, for two fucking hours, man, I ran around with these motherfuckers. And these soft-ass dudes are just fucking sitting there, literally giving me the business, like giving me the eyeballs. And sure, I look like your typical redneck, I guess, is what I look like on appearance, let's just say. Let's just say that's probably the stereotype that I get stereotyped. Redneck, but being right-wing, not liking the the, the people of, of different culture, not liking people of same-sex orientation, right? That's the stereotype that I get, the category I get put into. And so this group was basically 
all of the opposite of what I am stereotyped to be. So I get the fucking, the looks, like the energy. And now, mind you, I'm the only motherfucker out there playing with these kids, right? All these other soft motherfuckers are just standing. So one of the things I talk about, the mentality. So there's a person uh, that, that met my wife at some other thing, and they, they were not there with the party. They just happened to be there. They just happened to be there at the same time we were. They were not with the part related to the party. So this person is very much babies their child. Their child is about the same age as Chloe. So very much babies them and just fucking is very, oh, it's okay. And uh, just soft. Okay, just soft mentality. Okay, the kid clearly has the soft mentality. Okay, it is, it is, it, it is just fucking crying about everything, afraid to do anything. And I just, I just was like, that's not, this is a side point to the story that I'm, that I was telling, but I'm like, this is just this mentality right here. I was like, I can see why I wouldn't get along with these people, right? These type of people, these soft people where when, when we were talking about something about bully, like getting bullied or whatever. And the the first reaction of this person was to say, oh, no, the, they homeschool the kid because they don't want the kid to get bullied, right? So they homeschool the kid. And if there was ever to be any bullying anywhere, like at this at this place, she was giving an example of, oh, one kid whacked another kid on the head that wasn't her kid. So... She was she wanted to tell somebody that she saw this. So she went, she was gonna go tell the dad of the kid, but then she said, Oh, because it's the dad, he'll probably just get mad and just, you know, cause a scene. So, oh, she went to go tell the mom. Because oh, the mom was maybe she won't cause a scene or something. And I'm like, what the fuck is who gives a shit? It ain't your kid. Your kid's not involved. Why do you give a shit? Kids fucking whack each other all the time. Now, I've told Chloe, oh, if anybody's messing with you. You tell them, hey, you get the you get one. You just got your one time. You touched me. I'm telling you right now, that was your freebie. Don't do it again, or there's gonna be a problem. And I've told her, I don't care where you're at. I don't care who tells you shit. I will defend you until my dying breath from your fucking anybody that tries to fucking do any harm to you or any sort of negative thing to you or get you in trouble. If you Tell somebody to not touch you, and they do it again, and you fucking crack them across the dome. I don't give a shit, right? You let them know that that shit's not right, and that's how you do it. Violence is always the answer. Violence gets fucking shit done, all right? And it's not appropriate to use at all times, but there are times when it's necessary. So, anyways. So, to the point of with all these kids, right? They're all in there. Their soft-ass fucking dads are sitting outside. We're playing dodgeball in this fucking little thing. And I'm the only one in there fucking chucking dodgeballs at the kids. Um, Chloe was getting upset because the other kids were wanting to not be on... What is, they wanted to... They wanted to do something on, like, teams, and they didn't want to include her or something. And so I said, all right... I said, so here's what you do, okay? You see that kid right there? He's the biggest one, right? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. 
you take this dodgeball and you chuck it right at his head. And they're a little soft thing. They're not like fucking the dodge, the rubber dodgeballs we used to play with. I'm like, you take this dodgeball and you just fucking chuck it right at his head and you get him. And she's like, okay. She's going head hunting. And then I said, and then what you do is the ones who are the followers, they will, no, they will just, they will want to play. They will come to you. And I just said, what? You just, just watch, just do it. Just see what happens. So she was like hesitant about doing it or whatever. So I said, okay, watch this. So I take the ball. I chucked it at the kid. Fuck it. I didn't hit him in his head because I didn't want to kill him. But, you know, I whacked him hard. So this is like a Billy Madison yeah. situation. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Now so, you're all in big, big trouble. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, then, so, then, so then I chucked it at the kid. And so then the kid, he goes down. And he's like crying or whatever. Did you get in his face? You're like, oh, yeah, man. I was like, out. I was like, yeah, you fucked up, son. And so then I had Chloe with me and I was like, oh, she did it. And all the kids were like, oh. And then Chloe was like, yeah. And then they were like, oh. And they were like, well, what do you, what would you like to play? And they were mm. super. And I'm like, see, if, if somebody's, you target the fucking strongest one and then the weak ones will follow you. You go for the head. Yeah, and then, so anyways, so that's the type of shit that, like, talking about mentality, but anyways, so at this fucking place, I'm very, it's being very made clear to me that I am not welcome here amongst this group, and so we go into, after the playtime, the two hours of fucking just, goddamn man, I, I wore those fucking kids out, man, this is why I fucking exercise, is so that I ran those little bastards ragged, man. I got a story after this. All right. Uh, related to fitness. To fitness, yeah. Yes. Yeah, All right. So I ran these little fucking kids ragged, man. I I went nonstop the entire two hours, just fucking. I was Katie was tossing me water bottles so I could stay hydrated. Running, we were. I did this race with fucking kids. I didn't even fucking know. They saw me and Chloe and the one kid racing, like we were doing this race. And yeah, okay, I was letting fucking Chloe win some, but I was fucking whooping their ass on some of them to let them know, like, hey. I could fuck you up at any given time, all right? <laughs> yeah. You're but, not just getting your participation medal here. You're going to have to earn some of these. You, you little shit. Yeah, and then and then I would do dastardly things like I would cheat. Like I'd hold them back or I'd <laughs> knock them over. And it was hilarious because then they get mad and they're like, oh, no, you're cheating. You go back to the end of the line. And I'm like, good. That's teaching you to assert yourself when someone's doing something that you don't think is right. Yeah. You stand up for yourself and you make it known and you do something about it. Mm-hmm. So then... Anyway, so these other kids who their dads weren't fucking playing and it is kind of depressing to see the kids who are like starved for their like father's attention because anytime I go somewhere, I always play with Chloe. We always go and like if we go to the runaround place or the the fucking those indoor playgrounds and shit, I'm always climbing through all the shit with her and playing and stuff because, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm just a large kid, I guess, myself and I enjoy it. It's fun for me, but I I want you know, my daughter to have a fun time. And, you know, if I can, if this is one way that I can enjoy and give her that, then fuck it. I'm going to do it. So everybody else is just sitting off to the side, drinking their fucking Starbucks with fucking 80 grams of sugar and just continuing to get fucking pudgier and fucking softer, just sitting there watching me tear these children apart and fucking teach them life lessons that they will learn and that they will make them stronger individuals more so than their own soft ass fucking fathers will never do. But anyways, <laughs> so we're, I'm doing this. I'm fucking. We're hauling it. I'm doing all this shit. I'm t- I'm I'm fucking. I'm spent, man. But I would not. I'm not gonna let these kids 
fucking know that they they fucking got me wore out. No, I'm fucking up. I'm still doing shit. They're all fucking laying there half dead. Fucking, I'm like, nope, come on. What, we're going to go for another race? Come on. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because I don't know if I got another one in me. But fuck, if they said yes, we're going, bitch. We're going. And so then finally the whistle blows or whatever in the two hours is up. So we have to go to the party room. So we go to the party room. And so they have these benches or whatever. And there's not enough space for everyone. So I... So Katie and Chloe go and they sit down at one of the tables. And so I just sit, stand kind of off to the side while everybody's getting, you know, seated because I, again, I have this thing. I don't know if you want to call it chivalry or whatever it is, but I'm not going to, if there's an elderly person or a woman or a child that doesn't have a seat, I'm not going to sit in a fucking seat. I will stand the entire time, which is, if, which is what ended up happening. Okay. But every other soft ass fucking motherfucking dad in there. And I said fuck a lot just now, but because it, it angers me. Every single soft ass dad sat in a fucking seat and there was an old, there was an elderly woman that didn't have a seat that stood up in the back of the wall and not one of these fucktards had the decency to get up and fucking let this lady have the seat. There were other women and some children even that didn't have seats that were sitting on the floor. And yet soft-ass dads are up there sitting in fucking chairs. Comfy, having a blast, eating fucking soft-ass pizza. And so I'm standing in the back. Or not in the back, but like I'm standing up against the wall. And now granted, I just fucking basically did PT for two fucking hours. And I'm like, no, I'm standing up. So this, the, this one couple asked Kate, they said, well, why is he standing there? And she said, he's got this thing. It's just, just don't worry about it. He's got this thing. Why does that have to be a thing? Why well, can't you just stand? Katie didn't say it. Well, that, I agree, but she didn't say it negatively because she knows that they won't understand. Katie understands why I do it. That's part of the reason why, despite all my flaws, Katie fucking is deadly in love with me because that's one of the things I have. I treat my women right. Okay. My women. Oh shit. You're going to get canceled, bro. I probably will. Well, I, I, well, I treat women in general, right? I guess. But the women that are my wife, cause she's my wife and my daughter. Okay. My women, I treat them right. And I will make sure that they have everything they need and all that stuff, okay? I will also make sure that they always have a place to sit, and if they don't, I'll find them one, and then I will stand if that's the case, right? Yeah. Same thing with anyone else. So, sure. so that chivalry, I guess, if you want to call it that, misogyny. they won't understand. They Mis won't get it. They Misog misogyny. It is. That's just one of the things I was going to say. Yeah. It, it gets to this point in a, little, uh, in a uh, few minutes where, yeah. so essentially... Katie ended up having to leave early, so I'm I'm in, I'm there fucking alone. So this this person, I'm just gonna say this person comes up to me and basically tells me or asks me why I'm standing up. And I just said, oh, you know, there's there's just there's not enough seats, and they they basically just alluded to the fact that well, you're you're standing up is making me uncomfortable. So can you just go sit down? The and I. Bitch, what the fuck? What does that have to do with me? Well, pretty much. And I just said, well, well, what do you mean? And then they they made like this fucking comment about 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 privilege. Okay. Oh my god. And dude. so 
I didn't say anything because I wasn't trying to cause a scene. Because again, I'm also most of the time respectful. And then when I'm in an environment that I know I'm not welcome in and my child is there with me, I'm not going to fucking cause a scene. I'm just going to be like, okay, that's fine. But I will cause a scene now, the scene that I didn't get to cause, which is, yes, I know what you're talking about, my male, my white male privilege, okay? I'm sure that's exactly what the fuck you're trying to talk about. But you know what my male privilege is? My male privilege is that if this fucking building caught on fire, every woman and child would be evacuated first. I would be going back in and making sure that there were no women or children left behind, and I would burn down with the building looking for a fucking child that was left behind, okay? That's the privilege that I have of being a man, okay? My privilege is also anytime that you fucking want to sit down, you can have my seat, okay? That's my fucking privilege. Anytime our country goes to war, you know what my privilege is? My privilege is I have to go and know the government tells me what I have to do and I can't say no. That's another privilege that I have is being a fucking man. So, yes, can it be seen as misogynistic? Sure, it can be seen as misogynistic. But it's fucking not. It's coming from a good place, I think. Yeah. And so, okay, so there was another elderly man there. Okay, he was an older... And I will say this, because I think it's important to the story. He was an older black man. Okay, he was the grandfather of the the birthday girl. Yes. And so, he sees me standing in the corner. Mm -hmm. And I see him standing on the opposite corner. And we, we alluded with looks that we were aware of each other. He was probably scoping me out, trying to see if I was going to be a school shooter right now or whatever the fucking, or some, some kind of mass shooter. All right, maybe, I don't know. But once he determined that everything was fine, we, 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 we locked eyes. And so he, he, he looks at me and he, just, and he just, gives me the, just gives me the nod, like, hey, respect, you know? So I give him the nod back. And then I look around to the other, like I make this look to like the other, the other guys that are sitting there and I just make this, you know, like fucking, well, <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say the word, but you know, just what a bunch of softies, you know? Yeah. And then he goes, yeah. Like he basically says with his eyes and his nod, like, amen, brother. Amen. Like, yeah, fuck these assholes. Like this guy probably fought in fucking Vietnam. All right. And still not taking a seat. Still not fucking taking a seat. He deserves that seat more than any of those young fucking assholes that are sitting in the goddamn seat. Any of those young dads that are there. Mm. And and again, even because his, uh, I think it was his wife. She was the, I think she was the grandma of the of the birthday. She did not have a seat because she was up serving pizza. And then when it came time, there were no seats left because obviously she was up helping. And then there was, and then no one got up to clear a seat for her. And it's like, dude, this is an elderly woman. You should, I don't care who you are. And these fools, these fools could see, they were looking, they were looking around. Like, I know that they knew what was going on, but yet they would view me as the enemy, right? They view me as someone who is the enemy to them when in all reality, they don't know shit about me. And they don't actually know that me personally, Josh, Josh doesn't give a shit what you want to do or who you want to fuck or who you want to have, you know, relations with. I don't give a shit. Do whatever the fuck you want, right? I believe in having the freedom to do basically anything you want as long as it's not hurting anybody else, right? 
So, shit. I don't care. You want to get married? Do what you want. Fuck. It makes no sweat off my back. Hurts me none. And really, that's probably from someone who looks like me, the best you're going to get in someone who is, is, doesn't, is not even not against you. I'm not against you. I'm, I'm actually in favor of what you're doing because shit, that's freedom right there. But I get stereotyped by my looks and the way I am or the way I look and my, my actions of, you know, being a good father. And then they, uh, they look at me as the enemy and yet there they are just sitting there letting old people and, and women fucking not have seat, letting them stand yeah, with their fucking, with their tight mid, with their, with their tight midsection shirts and their loose fucking arms, <laughs> just, just angering me. So, and I just can't, I don't, and, and that's, that's the, the one, I think the worst part of the story is the woman coming up to you and feeling threatened by you having not done anything but stand. Yeah. What the just fuck is standing. That, just my existence is threatening. And you know, I will say this bodes well for the future. Well, what we were talking about on the CUP podcast with the with the apocalypse, with the, with the pre- doomsday prepping or whatever. Yeah. This bodes well because if I can intimidate people with just my Appearance. presence, just yeah. my mere presence. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna fucking take over swaths, large swaths of the land. I've been told I look threatening. Oh yeah, you definitely have. So At the park people walk yeah. away from me. I'm like perfect. Good. I'll use this to my advantage. Yeah. I know I terrify your child. <laughs> so when it comes to man, I don't know what it is, man. You do scare, you do terrify her. It's funny. You no, don't don't even say his name. <laughs> I said it's Uncle Adam. I can't. You can't say his name right here. It's like the, you're literally the boogeyman, dude. Like it's great. It's so awesome, dude. I love that. It is. It's awesome. Just anytime she's misbehaving, just I'm gonna say, you know, I'm, you want Uncle me to call Adam's gonna, Uncle Adam's gonna. You yeah. want me to call Uncle Adam? Oh, don't say his name. I'll be good. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cool. Damn, that would be cool as hell, man. Yeah. All right. So, but is yeah. there more, or is that it? Uh, well, that was pretty much the end of the story, except for just talking, trying to talk to these people. AIDS. Absolute fucking cancer, man. Yeah. Just. No substance, no fucking, no substance. And I say no substance because, again, your political identity or whatever it is, it's like the same reason I hate these Instagram fuckers. They're one-dimensional. That's not the sum, like, that's not all you. Just because you're gay, that's not a fucking personality trait, okay? That's not something, you don't have to just be all gay and that's it. There's no other thing you are. So stop fucking being that. In, in their in in their defense, I think what it might be for them is that, I mean, shit. I've heard stories about my uncle being gay, living in Glendale. Yeah, uh, his house got broken into. He hasn't gone back since. Like his house got or his apartment comp, whatever the fuck it was, the condo yeah. they lived in got ravaged. Uh. I'm, I don't know if it was because he was gay, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was. And then at some point he got jumped by random people. For, yeah. So it's like these people where, and I don't mean these people, but. Uh, Great. Now we're definitely canceled. Yeah, definitely canceled. <laughs> but for them, wearing the pride flag, I think, is something like, a, you know, if this really is a country about freedom. 
then they wear that badge with pride or, you know, if they're being ostracized, they wear, it's like, you know, kind of like scarlet letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. And yeah. you had said this in a previous conversation about, you know, not really needing to give a shit. I don't give a shit what, what fucking car brand you like. I don't give, I don't need to know if you're gay, straight, fucking whatever. Yeah. I don't really care about any of that stuff. So. But that, that literally goes for anything. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. If yes. It, like, it could be. You're not your whole job. You're not, you're not. You're, right. Yeah. Just because you're um, a YouTuber or something. Like. Right. Yeah. There is a life beyond that for you. I mean, for anybody that does yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. People are multidimensional and you're, everybody, like, you're, people are choosing to be one fucking One thing. dimensional, right? And then that's it. Like, honestly, and like I had said this to you, the only thing I need to know about a motherfucker is if they're down to fucking overthrow the government, all right? <laughs> or participate in some form of rebellion. Yeah. That's all I fucking care about. And it doesn't it, matter. Yeah. Nothing else about you matters to me because if you're down for that, that's all, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's it. And I don't know. So it just, the softness pisses me off, which whatever. I mean, people want to be soft. That's fine. Be soft. But it's a free country. You're right. It is a free country. <laughs> be soft all you want. But fuck, man, at least fucking stand up for the old people or the women and let them sit. I know it's, <clears throat> I know it's probably misogynistic in your view because Oh, you're saying that they're inferior. No, it's just respectful. I feel like so it's whatever programming they got going going on that they sure. This they, is they, my they, programming. They, they, yeah, this is my programming. Right? Yeah. Their programming didn't get that. They didn't get that fucking programming from the Matrix. Yeah, I got this programming. But I think it's. I think this was the good programming. I don't know. I think this portion of it was the decent programming, and that that's what you should do. Yeah, because it's not cool, I guess, to do that. And then also the second thing. You, I'm sure, or those those type of people get oppressed and they get fucking stereotyped all the time, right? So don't then, in turn, stereotype people and judge them. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's, yeah. Because that's what pisses, that also pisses me off. Yeah. I don't look at you and go, oh, I, oh, bet, that's be a, gay. I bet that's a gay liberal right there. Yeah. I, I don't fucking, so don't look at me and say, oh, I bet that guy votes for Trump. And then immediately hate me because of what you think I did. Yeah, you're, you're just assuming, making assumptions. Because, look, I didn't fucking vote for Trump, okay? I'll be honest. I'll say I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for that other asshole either. I pretty much threw my vote away. Shit, next time I'm voting for myself if the choices don't get better. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm not that guy that you think, that you look at me to observe me to think I am. Mm. Just like... You wouldn't want me to think, oh, I look at you because you're black and you're wearing baggy pants. Oh, you must be a criminal, right? You wouldn't want me to think that. Well, you're doing the same. You're looking at me thinking I'm basically a criminal. Yeah. In, in your version of that. Yeah. So you can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't say. You want tolerance and when you're casting judgment. But then, yeah, you can't say, yeah, you can't say you want tolerance and then practice intolerance. All right. Yeah. Not fucking good. So anyway. Wait, did you say you had another story after this about... Oh, yeah, because you were yeah. talking about uh, asserting dominance on... Right, on, yeah, on, on little on kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know what provoked this, but my, my nephews have been being little shits. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm Go, like, all right, yeah. I'm going to show I'm gonna show these little fucks, like... Like who's boss. Who's boss. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember what started it, but I'm like, oh, is that right? I'm like, I've seen you play baseball, and like, granted, my 
nephews are pretty good at baseball. Yeah. I'm like, you can't run for shit. You look like Forrest Gump <laughs> with leg braces. Man. Like, you can't run, dude. Yeah. And he does a lot of things well in baseball. But one thing, I mean, Running dude, is not one of them. If that guy had any chance of making it into the MLB, I'm like, it's probably going to be as a pitcher. Which would probably be good because they'd probably get paid the most. And he doesn't have to run. And he doesn't have to run. <laughs> but if he was going to have any chance of being a collegiate athlete or or even making it into the yeah. MLB, I'm like, dude, you cannot fucking run. Like, you're worse than Albert Pujols, like, trying Damn, to run bases. That is bad. Yeah. I'm like, I- I'm going to beat you in a foot race because I think you suck. And, and you, I raised both of them and twice, whoop, whoop and, and I whooped their ass. And I'm Damn, like, good. I'm like, good. Now you know where you. <laughs> yeah, I was so pissed, dude. Like yeah. I, I was like, I'm like, I'm not losing a single race. And nope. you, they cheated. They cheated. They were pulling me. Like one of them came up behind me and started pulling me back. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you didn't win. You didn't tag me, or because we were supposed to like high five the person oh, uh, once yeah, we yeah, like yeah. did a lap and then came back. And they were like cheating or whatever. I'm like, ah, see, yeah, you don't like it, huh? Like. <laughs> Talk all this shit, and then I prove you wrong, and yeah, 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 you got your got your asses whooped. So I think they got a little, little more respect. Little, little humble. They got a little humble. I'm like, you got to fix that running, dude. Like you, you can't run, dude. I, I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, fuck, man. This kid cannot fucking run. Anymore. You can't be talking all this shit, yeah. If you're gonna be here and and can't run, I got to go to his baseball game so you can see what he what he what it looks oh, like. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sight to behold, man. Yeah, I, I'm just like, you can you can hit, you can pitch, you can do a lot of things. When it, when it comes to running, you, I just I can't believe it, man. And yeah, they get away with talking a lot of trash to me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I'm gonna get one on them, and that was that was it. That was it. You yeah. got fucking you 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 smacked them up. That's <laughs> yeah, good. but uh, yeah, good. That's what they get. Fuck those Fucking kids. little bastards. Fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta know. I mean, oh, shit, they'll probably beat me eventually. Well, I, maybe not the way they run, but... <laughs> maybe but. they'll never fucking beat you. <laughs> You'll be 80 years old, and yeah. they'll be like, God damn it. Yeah. We can't We can't beat Uncle Adam in a foot race, and he's 80. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, they got to know their role, dude. Yeah, that's they got another role, and that will then in turn lead to them shutting their fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, damn dude, we turned this into a two-hour episode. Yeah, I can't fucking believe it. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, that's you know what? That's good though because uh, like we were saying, <laughs> yeah. Now now it's over. So. Anyways, uh, all right. Well, hey, shit. If you uh, stuck with us this far, thanks for listening. Um, you know, Belgium number Maybe one. This will be our last episode because we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think uh, I think there ain't no breaks on this train. I think we're I think we're yeah. I don't believe in canceling. Yeah, yeah neither do I. So hey, it's like voodoo. If you don't believe in it, it can't it can't hurt you. Yeah. So I yeah, I don't believe in it. So it's it's not gonna happen. Yeah, true that. We don't, we don't believe we don't believe in cancellations. Yep, true fucking story. So anyways, uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, if you happen to be on the committee that cancels things, uh, we don't believe in you. So get fucked. And uh, we're gonna continue doing what we want to do. So. To our fans, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. 
Thanks for listening. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. Also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com for a host of other podcasts and more. Thanks for listening.